Hello and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living life with ADHD, because ADHD is so much more than a list of symptoms. Hello and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living and loving life with ADHD. My name is Robin and I am your host. I'm a woman who was diagnosed with ADHD at 39 after living most of my adult life not knowing I had the condition. This podcast is meant to dispel the myth and educate about ADHD based on my own experience and what it feels like for me and looks like to my family and friends. Thank you again to those listening to this podcast. Today, I want to talk about something I hadn't really given much thought to as being related to ADHD, and that's dysgraphia. Dysgraphia is a learning disability which impacts writing by hand or manipulating objects by hand. To be honest, I didn't know a lot about dysgraphia other than what Wikipedia has taught me. Wikipedia states that in writing, there are two stages, the linguistic stage, which is where auditory and visual information is encoded, and the motor expressive stage, or sorry, motor expressive praxic stage, when the writing occurs. Essentially, it's the hearing or seeing followed by the doing. Issues with the disconnect between the two stages show up in five different ways. One, people with dyslexic dysgraphia have poor spelling, legible writing, but the copied work is good. The person also does not have dyslexia. Two, those with motor dysgraphia are challenged with fine motor skills. Their written work is poor to illegible and they aren't great at drawing, even though they can spell quite well. Their writing is often slanted due to holding a pen incorrectly. Three, those with spatial dysgraphia have trouble keeping their letters on a line and have challenges figuring out the spacing of words and letters. Their spelling isn't impacted, but you'll see the words go up to the page. Four, those with phonological dysgraphia spell unfamiliar words due to remembering the word incorrectly and not knowing how it is written. And five, Lexical dysgraphia. Those with lexical dysgraphia tend to be very phonetic in their spelling. So, this sounds like pretty much anyone who can spell or who has messy handwriting has dysgraphia. You might wonder, what are the actual signs and symptoms of dysgraphia? The person may have mixed up uppercase and lowercase letters, poor legibility, poor spatial planning on paper, fatigue after writing short pieces, and might have a tight or unusual pencil grip. It's really hard to detect. I know as a kid, my handwriting slanted to the left. My sixth grade teacher made me write to the right because he was fed up with trying to read my writing. I obliged because I was a child and I taught myself to write slanted to the right or as he said, the correct way. But when I'm tired, my handwriting naturally falls back into this pattern of slanting to the left. Even at the best of times, my handwriting is hard to read. I alternate between handwritten and printed letters. I also don't like drawing or tracing, which are also signs of dysgraphia. I can't space the items I want to draw appropriately. And maybe that's simply because as adults, we rely on technology and typing more than writing, and I'm just not meant to be an artist. And we've also become accustomed to having smartphones and using apps for grocery lists and texting. But I also type really weird. I had one supervisor tease me about the way I type. I can't type without looking at my keyboard. I tend to use my dominant hand, my right hand, for 90% of my typing. 
relying only on my left hand when I need to hit the shift button to capitalize. My mom worked in a temp agency years ago, and she timed me to see if my quirky way of typing impeded my abilities. And it didn't. I type 55 words per minute with 100% accuracy then. And I type 55 words per minute with 100% accuracy now, which I know because I just did a few time tests just to see. This works for me, but it's unconventional. So while I don't think I have dysgraphia, it is something to be aware of because dysgraphia and ADHD go hand in hand, especially for young kids. Until next time, this is Robin, and this is Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about how ADHD is more than a list of symptoms. If you have an idea, question, or comment, please write to me at livinglifesquirrel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.